I'm Jamie Dew, and this is A Show of Strength. Hey, it's Jamie. It's 2018. <laughs> um, it's Tuesday, June. God, what is it? It's Tuesday, June 12th, 2018. I'm on my second cold brew. Clearly, I need another one. Uh, it's the daily grind. I just got in from a long walk and I'm feeling accomplished. Um, you know, despite my frustration with folks who say, pull up your boots and go for a walk. Uh, you'll feel better. You know, that'll cure your mental illness. It's equally frustrating that there is something to that there, you know, like you, you go out for a walk and, and I'm not here to say that, you know, if you're trapped in bed, you should just wheel yourself out. But when you can do it, there is something nice about getting out, working up a sweat and getting those endorphins moving and, uh, and uh, just feeling a little bit better. For me, it's also an accomplishment. I feel like I've accomplished something. I use the Apple Watch. And on the Apple Watch, they have this system where there are three rings that you're trying to complete, like three circles that you're trying to complete every day. There's a movement one, an exercise one, and one for standing. So it's you know sort of a gamification um, of physical activity and, and being you know non sedentary, I suppose. I hope I'm using that word correctly. Um, as I try to choke down a cough. So, um, Friday was pretty rough. Saturday was pretty rough. I gave you what I had on Friday. Uh, that was live. Um, I mean, these are always live. Uh, I, I don't write them down. I, I sort of sometimes go in with a general idea of what I want to talk about. And Friday, um, that was an experiment. And, uh, if it was triggering for anybody, I do, um, apologize for that. But, uh, it was good for me to sort of get that out of my system and get that rawness out of my system because it really did affect me and continues to affect me. But what I wanted to talk about on Friday before, um, the news broke about Anthony Bourdain was the provincial election results in Ontario. We had a provincial election on Thursday and the progressive conservative party, um, one. And despite the name progressive, uh, all signs in, indicate that they're, they're going to lean heavy into the conservative portion of their, of their name and less so on the progressive part. And I, I think there's a lot of people in our shoes, you know, um, listening to this show that if you're from Ontario, that makes you nervous because we're already in a situation where, you know, I think back to my, my hometown, um, you know, it's a pretty big catchment and there's not a local hospital that has a psych ward. Um, and, and not to say that a psych ward is the solution, but the fact that it's just, there's no inpatient, support at all and outpatient support is something that you really have to scour and scavenge to to get your hands on it makes me nervous that you've got a party that doesn't have a costed platform 
that says where they're going to come up with, you know, these uh, generous um, cuts that they're going to make to the tax base, because ultimately that tax base is where you pay for your services. So, you know, where are these services headed, uh, you know, in 2019 and beyond, if not um, pared down? And I know that mental health is a um, is a sexy or glamorous thing to sort of attach your funds to right now. Uh, I hope it remains that way because the truth is uh, we need it. Um, we need all the funds that we can get. And, uh, you know, when hospitals and, and the MDA, uh, places like the MDHO, uh, MDAO, sorry, and um, the Canadian Association for Mental Health, you know, these organizations that do tireless work, you know, on top of a hospital like CAMH, when they seek uh, funds, th- those funds need to be there. And not all organizations have the clout or the power that, you know, CAMH has where they can, you know, generate the revenue that they that they do generate. So I'm nervous. And um, I'd like to think that uh, these uh, 15,000 beds or 10,000 beds or, or whatever the number is that was thrown around during the campaign um that will be in place in the next 10 years uh i hope that several of them are earmarked for mental health and inpatient uh, inpatient units because even in a city such as ours like toronto uh you know we're just we're so not there we're ju- we just need so much more um specifically with with this stuff happening at the rate that it seems to be happening now, uh, with more awareness comes, um, with more awareness comes, you know, more people taking the mantle and, and, um, and being courageous and, and getting help, you know, or, or, or looking for help. So that's really important. Uh, there was a blog entry posted on a show of strength on Friday by a contributor, Christina Stewart. And I'm really grateful for her, uh, contributing that. And I hope that she continues to do that in the future. If you get a chance, go to the website and read the blog entry because, you know, um, it's not quite as optimistic as, as I tend to be. It's not to say that it's pessimistic, but it, it, you know, she, she definitely outlines, um, an argument for more, <laughs> you know, we need so much more than, than just helplines and, and telephone numbers. We need, you know, realistic, uh, realistic outpatient care that, um, can support this growing population of people that identify or are being diagnosed as mentally ill. So fingers crossed, um, as, as a touchstone, I can see out my window, there's a gas station, one of the big pro, uh, promises that Mr. Ford made, uh, our new premier made, was that gas will be ten cents cheaper. And I can see right now that it's a dollar thirty-one. So we'll use that as a touchstone. Uh, maybe occasionally I'll I'll look at that number and give you give you an update because that's a, a very visible promise, um, much much more visible than you know um, beds in a hospital in Brantford, Ontario, or Hagersville, Ontario, or Simcoe, Ontario. Or, you know, any of these smaller communities um, or smaller cities um, dwindling, you know. So, so 
fingers are crossed. Um, and, and I hope to share with you in, in the future that I'm going to do more than just crossing my fingers and talking into a microphone. We're going to step up. We're going to do more. And, um, we're going to try and do more with this podcast and we're going to do more with some of the initiatives that I've got, I've got planned. And, uh, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Uh, it's not just going to be fingers crossed. It's going to be raising funds and raising awareness, um, uh, with the provincial government, with the municipalities and, um, and some of these organizations, these great organizations that work to provide services like peer support groups and, and, uh, programs like laughing like crazy that I've benefited from. So, so that's me on my soapbox. Um, it's not just me, you know, pointing out uh, a gas price and, and saying, um, uh, we're doomed, we're doomed, we're doomed. Like what can, what can I do and what can you do to make sure that we're not doomed? Um, what can you do, uh, to to your member of provincial parliament, what what can you say to them to let them know that this is important to you, and that it matters to you? Because one in five Canadians is dealing with this, and that number is going to get bigger. I suspect um, we're going to be dealing with you know you look left, you look right, and and somebody is suffering in silence or managing their illness, and what kind of support are they getting? So let's let's make this a conversation for the next year and beyond. And let's, let's fucking shake things up. Let's do this. Um, ask yourself, what can you, what can you do to encourage courage? So that not only means we're going to, we're going to expand this hashtag here. It not only means encouraging, uh, courageous behavior from people who are suffering or who are coming to realize that they suffer, uh, a mental illness, um, and, and need to seek help. But also how can we encourage, um, courage from our, from our citizens, our citizenry, our citizens, I'll say, and, um, our, our members of elected government, how can we, uh, how can we embolden them and make them courageous so that they can, um, advocate on our behalf and, and we can, you know, take this up the flagpole a little higher. So that's what I got for you today. Uh, be well and stay safe. A show of strength is a movement where I try to encourage courage. You can subscribe, rate, and review the various shows we produce at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, including how to connect on social, please visit www.ashowofstrength.com. 